So every week, uh, us three priests have the opportunity to go over and teach at the school. And for every year I've been here, I've taught the sixth graders, which is great because not only do I get to know a lot of the older classmen at our school, but I'm quite familiar with the content. I've been doing it now for a few years. And they're going through the parts of the Mass, and it got to the Liturgy of the Word. We're going to talk about it. And they said, wait, Father, we have to stop. What's going on? We have something for you. So uh, they, I had turned 30 on Tuesday, and for these kids who were born in 2008 and 2009, they figured at 30 there's not much left to live for at that point. <laughs> so they wanted to give me uh, challenges. Each of them wanted to give me challenges in order to you know, have something to, to keep me going. And uh, as I was expressing to them uh, my gratitude, I said, yeah, actually, you know, there's a little bit of what you're talking about that, that's right. You know, Tuesday on my birthday had been a full day. We had six o'clock confessions like usual. And, you know, I was getting ready for Alpha to begin, our Bible study that we do on, on Tuesdays. And it had been about 20 minutes and I had about 10 minutes left and it was a full day. It was kind of warm in the confessional and just sort of in a really good, peaceful spot. And before... I, I fell asleep in the confessional. And for me, the next thing I hear is, you know, it was Monsignor. And he said, Father, we're done. And I was like, oh, good, good, all right. Well, I, I was praying. I was really just kind of deep in prayer. And then Wednesday morning, we had morning mass, 8 o'clock, I'm getting ready, and I've got a routine, I say mass every day, and I changed it up just the tiniest bit, and it threw me off, and I came out to come down to get ready for mass, and uh, I was getting a few looks. A few people were like, this is odd, and I'm like, Why, what are you looking at? You know, that sort of thing. I ring the bell, people stand, I'm getting more looks, I begin, I get about 75% down the aisle. When I look down, I forgot to put my chasuble on. I was in my stole and my alb, so I had to sort of turn around and go back to the sacristy and you know, put on my chasuble and then we, we could begin mass. And I was like, guys, I'm two days into my 30 and I'm already randomly falling asleep and forgetting things. So it, <laughs> it catches up with you. I'm in this decrepit geriatric state. So you guys enjoy your youth while you have it. So we're going through the liturgy of the word. We're going through the Psalms. And we were going through the, these psalms right here. And as I said at the beginning of Mass, I wanted you to listen to the psalms because they're so beautiful. They comment upon what was in the first readings from Second Chronicles. And it's, it's the story of the Israelites when they were captives. And we can hear these words that David wrote you know, 3,000 years ago. And the psalms, the psalms are so beautiful. And the reason I invited you to, to listen to them is because I remember all those years, and it's still a struggle of mine. You know, you listen to the first reading, and, you know, you're beautifully sung by our cantor and choir, the Psalms, and it's just like a perfect opportunity to zone out. And it's a temptation, like, for me to, like, all right, stop it. Like, focus on what the Lord is telling you in these Psalms. Because there is so much beauty in the Psalms. We talk about like emotional intelligence or spiritual maturity. And often what's going on in our spiritual life, what's going on in our heart, we don't even have the words to describe what's going on in our spiritual life. We don't have the language of God to be able to talk about like what we're feeling. We might know Psalm 23 and that, that peaceful water and being in the meadows and, and that the really understanding of what it's like to be held close as a child by their father. Maybe you know Psalm 51 where it's just that extreme remorse for the mistakes that we've made and the sins. But you know, there's 150 Psalms and this is Psalm 137 and we can begin to understand 
know, the feelings that were going on, the spiritual experience by the streams of Babylon, we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. For there our captors asked of us the lyrics of our songs. They urged us to be joyous. Sing us the songs of Zion. Brothers and sisters, they missed home. They missed their homeland. The buildings that their forefathers put together, the temple. They weren't even able to worship outside of the temple. So when they're gone, their, 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 their hearts are taken away from them. And they long to one day be back home, to be back in the land of their forefathers, the land promised them by God. So I started to ask the Sixers, like, what would that be like? This thinking about, this thinking about you know, times gone by, the good times in the past, when things were less complicated, and I was sort of leading them along, but one of the sixth graders right away, he's like, I got it. This is, what, this is us right now thinking about times before COVID, times before mass, when times were simpler, when things weren't so crazy. I'm like, yeah, a, a little bit. I mean, hopefully we're on the end of the pandemic here. We're getting close to normal life. But we, we understand a little bit of what this feels like, of what it's like to go through this. But there's a much deeper truth that's found in the psalm today. This longing for home, this longing for the place that we were created for. And this gets a little bit into what Lent is all about. Brothers and sisters, we were made for heaven. We were made not to live on this world. We were not made for this place. But we were made for more. We were created to live in paradise with our Lord forever. And that's why we have these short 40 days. These days in which we realize you know, there are some attachments that we have that may be keeping us from living freely in communion with our Lord. And Laetare Sunday, the reason I'm wearing this rose, it's pretty pink, but it's supposed to be rose vestment, is because this is like a little Lent within Lent. It's like, all right, everyone, we've had a few weeks. We've had an opportunity to enter into this mini season of repentance and sort of wondering about the resolutions that we've made, how are we doing with those attachments? Because often it can be like we're in the middle of Lent and we get this like, oh gosh, like it's not going that well. I, I was really going to try to work on this or maybe put this vice out of my life, but now I'm starting to realize like I have an attachment to these things. And as it said in the gospel, that with the light came into the world, some, some chose the darkness. And in the beginning, when he talks about Moses lifting up the serpent, on the stake, that forecursor of, of our Lord lifting up on the cross, is that our Lord, you know, the Israelites were taken out of Egypt. They were taken away from their slavery. And all of a sudden, they began to long to go back into captivity. Like it was easier to be slaves. That living with, this is hard. And our Lord sent snakes down, and they started to get bit. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is not, this is even worse. So then that bronze serpent, all who looked on it, we're healed. And our Lord, he came and he died on the cross for us. And how often for us do we have that inclination to be like, actually, it's, a little, it's easier to just hold on to these things of the world, to hold on to these, these, these sins, this darkness. So during this season of Lent, we're asked to realize what 
our heart is attached to? What are the things of the world that are dragging us down? So maybe you're saying Lent's going pretty well. It's not been that hard. Well, maybe you're not lifting enough weight. Maybe you need to push yourself these next couple weeks because Holy Week is just around the corner. But if Lent has been difficult and you're realizing like, wow, giving up these things is actually really hard and my heart has attachments to these certain aspects of my life, well, keep going. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask the Holy Spirit to remove the darkness in your heart, to remove those attachments so that when Easter comes, you're that much more ready to have our Lord living in your life. In just a few short days, we'll have the Be Reconciled, that day in which every church in the diocese is going to have priests, you know, from nine in the morning till like eight in the evening, nine in the evening, you know, 12 hours, we'll be in the confession the whole day. Every church in the diocese, really that opportunity for each of us to go and, and repent, to go and just say, Lord, I do have some attachments, but I give them to you. I surrender them to you. So brothers and sisters, as we come to the altar of the Lord today, as we receive the Eucharist, let's ask the Lord to give us that strength to continue through this beautiful season of Lent, that any attachments we have, we can surrender to him. And if there's any darkness in our heart that we're not even aware of, let the Holy Spirit illuminate it and cast it aside so that we can freely, freely love our Lord so that one day when he does call us home, we'll be ready to be with him in the land that we were created for in paradise forever.